Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Sacred Silhouette Podcast. I am your host, Tanya Denise. I am a self-worth coach. I help single kingdom women realize their value so they can radiate God's glory from the inside out. So tonight's podcast is going to be called, How Did I Get Here? I, meaning me, how did I become a self-worth coach? How did I get to a place to realize that this is what God wanted me to do? So I'm going to go through some parts of my life. Um, So I'm not really sure what's going to come out of my mouth. But (laughs) before you let anyone that is younger than 16 listen to this podcast, please listen to it first. Um. I will try my best to keep it as PG as possible, but I want to be real and just let you know that I've been where you are or where you've been. So a lot of people feel like I'm very bubbly and just full of life. But I haven't always been that way. It's It's been a process for me to get here. I haven't, I haven't always been the type of person that talks about God the way I do now. Um, in the beginning for me, the only time I would pray would be because I was either drunk, I thought I was pregnant, or I'm getting ready to go take a test to make sure nobody ain't gave me nothing. Let me see. Was there another time? I think there's, that was only three times I would pray. And so I'm just going to take you guys through just some things that I've been through. Just to let you know that I'm here. Like this is real. I'm a real woman of God that has been through some things. And I'm now on the other side. So first, my I'll go through some of the experiences that I've had. Um, My first sexual encounter was when I was basically a teenager, not knowing what in the world I was doing. Um, I was just. I really, I ain't gonna say I really, I didn't want to do it. It wasn't really something on my to-do list, but my friends was doing it and I was like, okay, what the heck? Let's see. Let's see what all the hype is about or whatever. So my first encounter happened with an older guy in school. I don't know why I always had a thing for older guys, but it was one of the older, I think he was like a junior and I was a freshman And so I was watching like, you know, they would throw all the romance shows in your face where the men, you know, pick the woman up and just have all these encounters where it's, you know, all um, I I had to remember that they were actors. But anyway, (laughs) where they would pick the women up and just make it seem all hot and steamy and stuff. And so I was like, oh, pick me up. And he was like, I can't pick you up. And I was like, well, whatever. But it happened. 
And so after that encounter, I felt disgusted, like, like, that's it, you know? Um, and afterwards I felt like discarded and shame and I felt shame afterwards because the next day we went to school and all his friends knew about it. And so that was the first time I felt all those emotions when it came to the opposite sex. And I wish someone would have told me, like coming up, I just wish someone would have told me to give me the breakdown of the process of what happens when you, you know, have sex outside of marriage. But, you know, it is what it is. That's why I'm here to be what I didn't have. And, you know, it's no... um no throwing shade at at anyone you know there's no blueprint to this so I just want to be the person that I didn't have so after that um I say you know what I'm done with guys my age so I found comfort in an older guy um he wasn't even a guy this was a whole man and he ended up being my daughter's father. He was 10 years my senior. So I was 16. He was 26. Looking back, that was disgusting. Um, and I honestly wish somebody would have locked him up. But, you know, it is what it is. I got a beautiful baby girl out of it. Um, so I ended up, um, being with him for about six years. Let's see, 67 years. Cause we broke up when I was 23. So for me, just a little background about me. I've always been a long-term relationship type person. Like I didn't hop from guy to guy like I saw attractive guys or whatever but when it comes to relationships or came to relationships I was always the type that I wanted a long-term relationship so with him we were together until I was 23 years old and how we broke up I just left um I felt like I was the more masculine one in the relationship like just getting things done I always been like a go-getter handling my business I don't want to say I'm independent but I know how to be like I know how to lean back and and let you know the man do what he needs to do but if he's not doing what he needs to do that's where I would jump in and just roll with it and do everything I had to do so I ended up leaving him um I was ready to get out so bad that I bought him a car just so he can go to work so I could go. Crazy, right? <sighs> the things we do. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so after I left him, um, this is when I met, well, I dated someone else, but that didn't really last too long, so that don't count. But after, that lasted maybe three months. 
but um, after him, that's when I met my ex-fiance. So that was basically my last long-term relationship, and that relationship lasted 10 years. So now I can get into the meat and potatoes of why this relationship lasted as long as it lasted. So I met him shortly after I broke up with my daughter's father. So all this time, you know, um, I had, you know, the encounter, my first encounter and plus, you know, the encounters with my daughter's father. And so I met my ex-fiance at 23 and we broke up when I was 33. And so what happened with him, I never knew that one side of my body could go numb and I wasn't having a stroke. For those that know, you know, okay? So that was my first experience of the big O. So after the big O, it was a big soul tie. So that's what kept the the 10 years going. Um, and when that happened to me, I was like, Oh my gosh, I've been doing it all wrong. Like I, I wasted all this time over here when I could be experiencing this. Oh yeah, we together, you ain't going nowhere. And so that's kind of how the relationship formed. Um, it was through sex. And that was the bond. Even when we argued, making up, it was sex. And so once I got to the point where God started tugging on me and I didn't want to have sex anymore, we really had nothing else in common. Um, even the arguments, like it would get so intense that I wasn't, you know, having sex anymore that he would, you know, get really upset. And I'm, I'm, I would be like, I don't know what to tell you, but this, this is not happening. So that's what happened to me. Um, the experiences that I had and how I got here. So with me being sexually active, I felt like I was very good at it. I was very good at it, but it never caused me to be a wife. Um, coming up, I was always told that I was beautiful. So I felt, you know, I felt like I was beautiful, but I didn't know my value. So when God had me stop having sex and stop doing the thing that I was really good at, I had no other choice but to look within and realize my value. So I had to go through the pruning process, go through the removing of all the soul ties, all the just the, the hurt and the brokenness, because whenever I would feel bad or whenever I would argue, whenever things would go wrong, you know the term makeup sex. That's what that's what we did. That's what the world does now. Um, but nothing ever got resolved. It just whatever hurt I was feeling, it just got tucked down a little little deeper. So now I'm at a place where like none of that is happening. So my mind is free. I'm clear. I'm at peace. Everything that happened in my past is just in my past it is what it is it's the experiences that helped me to get here so I can help those that um are coming up that are up and coming or have been where I've been or they currently are where I've been so 
that's just a little um, backstory of how I got here, how I started to become a self-worth coach. I had to look within. I have to look within myself and be like, this is not life. I'm giving up my body, but it's not getting me nowhere. And I had to realize that sex, no matter how good your sex is, no matter how you can drop it low, swing from the chandelier, do all the things. It's not going to cause you to be a wife. And I wish somebody would have told me that I would have saved a lot, you know, of myself. (laughs) But like I said, I was always in long term relationships. So my sex was within the relationships. Um, But I still I would have left a lot sooner if I wasn't having sex and wasn't dealing with those soul ties. Um, So I will say to those that are virgins and that they've never had sex before, if any of my listeners are virgins, um, I want to say that there's nothing wrong with you. You're not missing out on anything. If anything, you're free. You're free. You're free from bondage of soul ties. Um, so save it for your husband. Save it for your husband. And guess what? When he's the only one, you have nothing to compare him to. You have no other experience as well. Such and such did it like this. And he, he slapped it. He flipped me around and smacked me and all this other stuff. You have nothing, 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 nothing to compare your husband to if you never had sex before. So don't feel like you're discarded. Um, I rebuke the spirit of rejection. You're not rejected. You are a jewel. Very rare. Very rare. So in order for me, um, I still feel like I'm a rare jewel. I still feel like I've discovered who I am as a woman. And to know that my body is sacred. This is where sacred silhouette came from. Sacred meaning I stopped having sex. Silhouette, you know, basically my body. So realizing that my body is a temple. Realizing that my body is precious. Realizing that my body should be saved for my husband. And so if you're not a virgin, it's not too late. It's not too late to start over and rediscover you. Your identity is not how you can drop it like it's hot in the bedroom. Your identity is in Christ. You can, you can start over as many times as you need to because God is merciful. I'm a living witness. He is merciful. So just wanted to let you know that I've been there. I've been where you are. I've got up, said I wasn't going to do it anymore, turned around and did it again. But it wasn't until God really sat me down and was like, listen, you're precious to me. You have a calling on your life and I need you to fulfill it. And I said, yes, I'll do it. I'll be the one. And that's how I got here. Um, And even like the experiences that I've had in order to do this podcast, I had to dig deep in my thoughts to remember the encounters so that I could share the experiences. Um, But after this podcast, I'm going into prayer so I can disregard all this (laughs) so I can just 
um, just not dwell in those moments. So I just want to say that God will give you a clean canvas. He will wipe the slate clean. Like I said, even after, um, even after my fiance, even after my ex fiance, um, I, I fell short of the mark. And the thing is, I know that the person was there. I know the person, you know, that me and the person had a sexual encounter, but I can't remember the details. It's like God just smeared it with his blood. Like Jesus just smeared it where I can't go back. You remember, um, if you ever had sex, like with your boyfriend or whatever, and the next day, you know how you get that little, uh, you get that little, little oomph in your stomach, like, oh, I don't have that. Like, and I'm okay with that. Um, it's like, it's, it, I can't even remember it. Like I know it happened, but I can't remember the details. So that's how good God is. So I just wanted to share that, um, with you all on tonight, just to let you know how I got to the place I'm at and that, um, you can basically reach out to me and talk about anything. There's probably not much that I haven't experienced. Um, but the more intimate the setting gets, like when I begin to do other things with the coaching and things like that, we'll have a more intimate setting where we can really just talk and you'll be in a safe space. But I don't mind sharing this podcast publicly because this is what God has called me to do. I didn't ask to do this. He wanted me to do this. So I'm like, God, you got me out here, like telling my business, but I'll do it for you. So if it will help someone, I'm here for it because I've overcome it. And what happens is whatever you overcome, you have authority over. So I have authority over my flesh and it's time for me to help others get authority over those over theirs and show you ladies that you are worthy of love you're worthy of marriage that you are valuable you are more than just a piece of meat you don't have to be a human mattress to any man and to know your worth so that is my spill on tonight Thank you all for listening. Um, I pray that you have a blessed evening, morning, day, night. Whenever you listen to this, I pray it blessed you. This was not easy for me, but it's worth it. And I'm here. If anyone needs me, um, you can reach me at linktree forward slash sacred silhouette. Um, And that's it. I hope you all have a good night. All right. Bye.